It is Gospel of Repentance Ministries, and this is Delvin, your host. Remember the theme, Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4, Man cannot live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Hey, I'm here in Southern Cal, and it has finally cooled off. Praise God for that. We have had a heat wave as of late, as recently as last week, and now it has finally cooled down. It's overcast and look like we're quickly entering into our winter season, even though it's not until Christmas time or close to Christmas time. At any rate, thank you for tuning in. And what I wanted to talk about in this episode uh, briefly is the idea of are you a thief and a robber? Are you a thief and a robber? And my text for this episode is going to be from John's Gospel, the 10th chapter. All right. So without further ado, I want to go ahead and begin reading. Let's jump right in. All right. Jesus speaking, he says, truly, truly, I say to you, he who does not enter the sheepfold by the door, but climbs in by another way, that man is a thief and a robber. But he who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him, the gatekeeper opens. The sheep hear his voice and he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. Verse four, when he has brought out all his own, he goes before them and the sheep follow him for they know his voice, a stranger they will not follow, but they will flee from him for they do not know the voice of strangers. This figure of speech Jesus used with them, but they did not understand what he was saying to them. So Jesus is going to clarify it. Verse seven. So Jesus again said to them, truly, truly, I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. All who came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not listen to them. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. Verse 10, the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. He who is a hired hand and not a shepherd who does not own the sheep sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and flees and the wolf snatches them and scatters them. Verse 13, he flees because he is a hired hand and cares nothing for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my own and my own know me just as the father knows me and I know the father. I lay down my life for the sheep. And I have other sheep that are not of this fold. I must bring them also, and they will listen to my voice. So there will be one flock and one shepherd. I'll stop right there. I read uh, John chapter 10, uh, verses 1 to 16. Now, what is Jesus talking about here? I mean, obviously, the, the language here is parabolic. And that what he's trying to do as he's done in his teachings is he'll use a natural situation to explain a spiritual truth. 
or reality, right? So he uses this imagery of the shepherd, the sheep, the sheepfold. And I uh, took the time between yesterday and today to look at some uh, YouTube videos and find out how sheep behave. And there was an instance where there were these people that were, they were visiting a particular place and there was a, um, a large sheep pen there where the, the sheep would uh, graze, they would eat. And so they would call out to the sheep, but the sheep would ignore them. Why? Because the sheep did not recognize their voice. So when the shepherd called out to them with his unique call, they all flocked to him. They all came to him immediately. They all ran to him. So, I mean, the imagery that Jesus is talking about is absolutely true. And there was another case where I watched another video where these two young ladies were trying to get the sheep's attention and even tried to bait them with, uh, with food. And with one of the sheep that was bold enough to approach one of the young ladies, the sheep got real close and then ran off because the sheep intuitively knew that this girl was not the shepherd. Uh, she was a stranger. And so the sheep had uh, obviously a built-in trust uh, faculty or mechanism where they trusted their shepherd and the shepherd's voice only. So it is absolutely true about what Jesus is saying. I mean, you can watch a video for yourself. Just type in uh, a sheep and a shepherd or have a have just type in something like to the effect of uh, a shepherd calling his sheep and it will uh, reveal to you different videos regarding that type of uh, situation. So in this instance, Jesus is saying that starting back again at verse one, when he says, truly, truly, I say to you, he who does not enter the sheepfold by the door, but climbs in by another way, that man is a thief and a robber. And is talking about a false shepherd, a false leader, a false teacher, if you would. So, and we, of course, have those now, just like they had them back then. So that evil obviously has not changed. You still have men and women who are claiming to be messiahs or gods or Jesus and they're fake and they're what they're trying to do is they're actually wolves as the Bible says in sheep's clothing trying to devour God's sheep and scatter them and Jesus said that anybody that comes in through another way is a thief and a robber and with a sheep pen there's only one gate there's only one way in and one way out now the hired hand is the one that's going to open up the door or the gate for the uh, shepherd. And like I said, the sheep knows the shepherd's voice. They have a relationship. So it is important that we understand and realize that anybody that's trying to gather God's sheep and they're not truly of God, those who are children of God, true children of God will not listen to or give any attention or any trust to a stranger because they know who the true shepherd is. And as Jesus said, I am the good shepherd and I give my life for my sheep. And of course, that's we know that Jesus did that when he died on the cross. He gave his life for his sheep. Remember with Matthew chapter one, verse 21 said, 
it says this, it says that um, when Gabriel came to Joseph, the husband of Mary, of course, Mary being the mother of Jesus, I'll go to it so I can quote it. Matthew chapter one, verse 21, it says this, all right. I'll start before that. Verse 18, Matthew chapter one. Now the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph before they came together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. And her husband Joseph being a just man and unwilling to put her to shame resolved to divorce her quietly. But as he considered these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, this is verse 21, and you shall call his name Jesus. Why? For he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel. All right. So, that is essentially what Jesus did. He gave his life for his sheep. And that's what he declared in John's gospel, the 10th chapter that I just read to you a moment ago. All right. So that is the purpose of him being the good shepherd. And he also mentioned that he is the door. Right. And so Jesus is using that imagery of a door and of a shepherd and everything to let to let everybody know that uh, all those that came before me were false. I'm gonna read it again. All right. So Jesus again said to them, "Truly, truly, I say to you, I am the door of the sheep, and all who came before me are thieves and robbers. But the sheep did not listen to them. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved, and will go in and go out and find pasture." pasture. Now, obviously, Jesus is talking about believing in him, trusting in him and who he is because he came on a rescue mission that was to seek and save those who are lost. That's Luke chapter 19, verse 10. Jesus made reference to that when he was talking to Zacchaeus, the, uh, that, uh, chief tax collector. So once again, I asked the question to you listeners, are you a thief and a robber? Are you trying to usurp the position of God Almighty, the Lord Jesus Christ, trying to scatter the sheep and take the place of um, Almighty God? I hope not, because that would be a devastating uh, reckoning and retribution to you if you're doing an evil thing such as that. So, and I also liken this to those who are involved in false religions. So, I mean, cause I mean, leaders that are involved in false religions are thieves and robbers because they're, they're stealing away God's glory. So if you're involved in a false religion or a cult, such as uh, Jehovah's witnesses or Mormonism or a religion like Islam or a, or Buddhism or Hinduism, all these type of religious faiths and cults steal God's glory. They're, they're robbers, they're thieves, because what they do is they sway people away from the truth 
to embrace a lie. All right. And as offensive as that may sound to some of you who are listening, who probably don't have a problem with those religious uh, disciplines or faiths or whatever, any religion that is not giving glory to God almighty is a false religion. And also the Bible makes it very clear in uh, the book of first Corinthians. I'll go to it. I believe it's the last chapter of first Corinthians. It's in 16. It says this first Corinthians chapter 16, verse 22. This is very strong and direct language. It says, if anyone has no love for the Lord, let him be accursed. Our Lord come. That's Paul speaking uh, and writing to the church that is at Corinth. Once again, if anyone has no love for the Lord, let him be accursed. That word uh, accursed is the Greek word anathema. It means to be uh, condemned to eternal destruction. So that's how important it is to embrace uh, the true faith, to embrace uh, Christianity and to receive and obey uh, the Lord Jesus Christ for someone's uh, soul salvation. All right. I'm signing off, Brother Dell of Gospel Repentance Ministries. I'll talk to you soon.